You're listening to the Weekly Bible Lesson from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is the lesson for Sunday, October 10, 2021. Subject, Are Sin, Disease, and Death Real? The Golden Text, Proverbs. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The responsive reading is from Psalms. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord, and his strength, and his wonderful works that he hath done. For he established a testimony in Jacob, and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers, that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. I will read from the Bible, Deuteronomy. Now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments, which the Lord your God commanded to teach you, that ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God, to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Hear, therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee, in the land that floweth with milk and honey. And these words, which I command thee this day, shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way. And when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house, and on thy gates. Matthew And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, 
and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, and those that had the palsy, and he healed them. And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Then were there brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Suffer, little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. Luke And it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain, and many of his disciples went with him, and much people. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and said unto her, Weep not. And he came and touched the bier, and they that bare him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak and he delivered him to his mother. Acts Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. 
and he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Psalm Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Isaiah In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. I shall now read correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Sin, disease, and death have no foundations in truth. The power of Christian science and divine love is omnipotent. It is indeed adequate to unclasp the hold and to destroy disease, sin, and death. Christian science reveals God, not as the author of sin, sickness, and death, but as divine principle, Supreme Being, Mind, exempt from all evil. It teaches that matter is the falsity, not the fact of existence. That nerves, brain, stomach, lungs, and so forth have, as matter, no intelligence, life, nor sensation. There is no physical science, inasmuch as all truth proceeds from the divine mind, 
Therefore, truth is not human and is not a law of matter, for matter is not a law giver. Science is an emanation of divine mind and is alone able to interpret God aright. It has a spiritual and not a material origin. It is a divine utterance, the comforter which leadeth into all truth. Sin and disease must be thought before they can be manifested. A mother is the strongest educator, either for or against crime. Her thoughts form the embryo of another mortal mind and unconsciously mold it, either after a model odious to herself or through divine influence, according to the pattern showed to thee in the mount. Hence the importance of Christian science from which we learn of the one mind and of the availability of good as the remedy for every woe. Parents should teach their children at the earliest possible period the truths of health and holiness. Children are more tractable than adults and learn more readily to love the simple verities that will make them happy and good. Jesus loved little children because of their freedom from wrong and their receptiveness of right. While age is halting between two opinions or battling with false beliefs, youth makes easy and rapid strides towards truth. A little girl who had occasionally listened to my explanations, badly wounded her finger. She seemed not to notice it. On being questioned about it, she answered ingenuously, There is no sensation in matter. Bounding off with laughing eyes, she presently added, Mama, my finger is not a bit sore. It might have been months or years before her parents would have laid aside their drugs or reached the mental height that their little daughter so naturally attained. The more stubborn beliefs and theories of parents often choke the good seed in the minds of themselves and their offspring. Superstition like the fowls of the air, snatches away the good seed before it has sprouted. Children should be taught the truth cure, Christian science, amongst their first lessons, and keep from discussing or entertaining theories or thoughts about sickness. To prevent the experience of error and its sufferings, keep out of the minds of your children either sinful or diseased thoughts. The latter should be excluded on the same principle as the former.
This makes Christian science early available. Some invalids are unwilling to know the facts or to hear about the fallacy of matter and its supposed laws. They devote themselves a little longer to their material gods, cling to a belief in the life and intelligence of matter, and expect this error to do more for them than they are willing to admit the only living and true God can do. Impatient at your explanation, unwilling to investigate the science of mind, which would rid them of their complaints, they hug false beliefs and suffer the delusive consequences. Divine science reverses the false testimony of the material senses and thus tears away the foundations of error. Hence the enmity between science and the senses and the impossibility of attaining perfect understanding till the errors of sense are eliminated. The so-called laws of matter and of medical science have never made mortals whole, harmonious, and immortal. Man is harmonious when governed by soul. Hence the importance of understanding the truth of being, which reveals the laws of spiritual existence. God never ordained a material law to annul the spiritual law. If there were such a material law, it would oppose the supremacy of spirit, God, and impugn the wisdom of the Creator. Jesus walked on the waves, fed the multitude, healed the sick, and raised the dead in direct opposition to material laws. His acts were the demonstration of science, overcoming the false claims of material sense or law. Nothing is more disheartening than to believe that there is a power opposite to God or good, and that God endows this opposing power with strength to be used against himself, against life, health, harmony. Truth makes no laws to regulate sickness, sin, and death. For these are unknown to truth and should not be recognized as reality. The time approaches when mortal mind will forsake its corporeal, structural, and material basis, when immortal mind and its formations will be apprehended in science and material beliefs will not interfere with spiritual facts. Man is indestructible and eternal. One moment of divine consciousness, 
or the spiritual understanding of life and love is a foretaste of eternity. This exalted view, obtained and retained when the science of being is understood, would bridge over with life discerned spiritually the interval of death, and man would be in the full consciousness of his immortality and eternal harmony, where sin, sickness, and death are unknown. The best sermon ever preached is truth practiced and demonstrated by the destruction of sin, sickness, and death. I will now read the three daily duties from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me, and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A rule for motives and acts. Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to Duty It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged, and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health Christian Scientists be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you, either when asleep or when awake. This Bible lesson was prepared by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of scriptural quotations from the King James Bible and correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook. Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy.
For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.